0: Jimmy, we've got another special guest that joins us now. Yes, we do. Uh, we are joined by Jack Seiler. He is the president of the Orange Bowl. Jack, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing uh, We're doing great. Thank you for joining us. I uh, wanted to, uh, several questions. First off, with the, the discussion of college football playoff going from 4 to 12 teams, is that a welcome sight for the Orange Bowl? Well, you know what? We've, uh, we've been able to navigate
1: all of these expansions, whether it's been the uh, the bowl coalition, the bowl alliance, the college football playoff, the bowl championship series. So, uh, obviously, we think that uh, you know, as long as we're focused on uh, making sure the bowls still have a, a a major role in this, and making sure the bowls continue to play the role they played, the Orange Bowls play for the last eighty eight years of hosting the most national championships of any bowl, hosting a uh, a whole slew of, of major games, and, and you know. Big, uh, big events. We're we're just hopeful that uh, they see that the bowls could be a very vital role to this expanded college football playoff.
0: There are times the Orange Bowl has been in the four team playoff rotation, and then there are other years when it's not. And I just wonder if you're part of this expansion to twelve, if that would mean you would be a part of the rotation every year, likely, and would could that potentially help your attendance?
1: Well, you know what? Attendance is usually not a problem with the Orange Bowl. We we have a great uh, great fan base down in South Florida. We usually, with the matchups we have, we generate a lot of excitement. And then, obviously, playing that New Year's window Mm -hmm. is you know a lot of tourists down there, a lot of college football fans. And you know, with the programs we we get down there, including you know the University of Tennessee, it's the fans seem to follow their teams, especially the SEC teams. And um, we just think that as we look at this, there's there's a couple things we have to focus on. One. I think the student-athlete experience, making sure they still have a bowl week, they still have the ability to enjoy a bowl week, and there's still something at the end of that season. Not every team can be the national championship, and I think the bowls for so many years have given that student-athlete a nice way to end their their college football season, and then for some, the way they end their career. And so we hope that continues to be the role that the bowls can play, and uh, we've, like I said, we've been able to navigate all of these we're happy this year to have the national semifinal we had the national championship last year so last year we hosted our regular orange bowl game with texas a&m and north carolina then came back and hosted the national championship game with ohio state and alabama uh, so we're able to double host when necessary and mm-hmm. this year we got the national semifinal and with the way things are going with sec football i suspect we'll be seeing a, an sec team down there in south florida <laughs>
2: Jack, what is it like to be at SEC Media Days? Didn't get to have one last year and there were so many unknowns this time last year. What was it like to sit in your seat and wait for just finding out who might be playing, who might not be playing?
1: Well, you know what, right now we were talking about this in the hallway upstairs and it's one one it's just wonderful to be here at the SEC Media Days. You got so many, you know, great talents here. You got so many great on-air personalities. But one of the things we're talking about upstairs is college football just needs a regular season. They need a season that doesn't start and stall and stop and stutter. They just need to get out there and play every darn Saturday from August until December and then get into the bowl season. And I think we're starting to see that there is that return to normalcy and and, and getting all the pageantry and all the, the cheerleaders and the bands and all the other things that take place in and around the stadium you know, when you saw these stadiums at uh, half capacity or quarter capacity or no capacity, college football lost a little bit of that excitement. And, and I don't think any sport has as much enthusiasm as college football has. Uh, you know, it's, it's just when it's played in front of a crowd, especially in the SEC, it's just electric. And I'm, I can't wait for a regular college football season to just get completed and get a team down to the uh, – cut two teams down for our national semifinal in December.
2: As you mentioned, there were a lot of restrictions in place, uh, whether it was a bowl game the regular season championship games, you name it, but how proud of you were you of your how proud were you of your staff to uh, to just roll with the flow and be able to one put together the game that was a and m in North Carolina as well as hosting the college football playoff title game
1: well, you know I, I say it a lot, but I think we have the best staff in the business. Eric Palms and his team do such a fabulous job, and you know we had a lot of pressure on us. You know, one, we wanted to make sure we weren't hosting what they call these super spreader events. So there was such a focus on safety and such a focus on, you know, the health and safety of the players, the health and safety of the fans, the health and safety of all those in, involved. And we were able to pull it off. Our stadium partner it was fantastic. Hard Rock Stadium, uh, you know, it, the Miami Dolphins own Hard Rock Stadium, and that's uh, Steve Ross and Tom Garfinkel, and they did a fabulous job. And so from from start to finish, we just had really good people working together. And again, no one lost sight of the fact that, you know, hey, this is a national championship game. This is our regular Orange Bowl game. But let's make sure the, the safety of the players is first and foremost on and off the field. And, uh, you know, both Ohio State and Alabama did it by the book and, and did it well. And then you look at uh, Texas A&M and North Carolina, our regular Orange Bowl game, again, You know, the maturity of these kids now, you know, I I call them kids, but they're 18 to 22, 23. But now when you put these restrictions in place and rules and regulations in place, they understand, you know, they need to follow them. And they did. And uh, we we were fortunate. Those play, you know, we didn't lose any players. We didn't lose any coaches. We were in good shape in terms of putting on those uh, games.
0: Our guest is Jack Seiler. He's president of the Orange Bowl. Jack, if you go back, Tennessee has a pretty significant history with the Orange Bowl. Even if you go back to, like, 1939, there was an undefeated Tennessee team that went to the Orange Bowl to play Oklahoma. Now, this preceded Bud Wilkinson, but that was a huge game for the Orange Bowl, wasn't it?
1: Really, it was probably our biggest game that put us on the map. You know, when you recognize, I mentioned we've now had the most national championships of any bowl, but that was our first one up until – our first like tele radio game actually it wasn't even televised. Our first radio game was in like 1936, and then uh, 37, 38, we had some good matchups, but 39 was it. I mean, we had, you know, Doc Nalen bringing in a Tennessee team undefeated, uh, consensus number one team in the country. Oklahoma coming in, they were at that time number two, wanting a chance to get a shot at them. Uh, Tennessee wins that game, but that game not only put us on the map but because of the radio coverage of that game and then Mm -hmm. you know those you know i know tennessee's got a great history in you know collegiate football but doc nalen in his day was just legendary and the fact is he brings a team down to south florida he beats another top team and uh you know i know it took the tennessee program to another level but it took the orange bowl at that time to you know that that was the biggest game we've had to that that date and time and then to have him come back, I was fortunate enough to host uh, Tennessee when they came in the the 90s mm-hmm. uh, with Phil Fulmer, and uh, Coach Fulmer was just uh, really enjoyed hosting him. I was actually chair of that host committee and got to spend a lot of time with him. And uh, we talked about that 1939 game. He he wanted to hear <laughs> yeah. more about. Yeah, he was you yeah. Know, he was a little bit of a historian. He wanted to hear about that game, and, and you know that was Coach Stidham that was coaching Oklahoma back then.
0: There had been a number of. Um, venues uh nfl venues a number of them that have hosted these early college games whether it was uh at&t stadium in arlington orlando's hosted them atlanta's hosted them charlotte is there any consideration for miami to host uh, games like that
1: you know we've we've had some discussions the the problem we have to uh, deal with is miami actually our hard rock stadium is the home of the university of miami hurricanes though too so they Mm -hmm. that is their home stadium and so when you're looking at trying to do a, a, a season opener, you got to work around the Dolphin schedule, work around the Hurricane schedule. So you know that's something we are open to. It's something we've had discussions about. But uh, right now, there's there's no specific games in mind. But uh, the facility's fantastic. You've mm-hmm. been down to Hard Rock yes. Stadium, and since it, you know, now we're back hosting Super Bowls on a regular rotation, and it's just one of the premier stadiums in the country. Now it doesn't move like. Tennessee Stadium does up there. I'll tell you, I, I went up for a game in uh, late '90s. Up at, at one of the most enjoyable experiences as just a college football fan was to sit in that stadium along the river there in Tennessee at, at, at UT. Was that the Florida game in '98? Is it, that when you went to? Yes, I, it was the '98 game. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, i tell was telling that yeah. stadium was rocking. Mm-hmm. It was moving. I said, "Oh my God!" But you know, the Tennessee fans were wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I, I think maybe they thought my orange jacket was a volunteer jacket, but. <laughs> Uh, whatever it worked, and it, I enjoyed the tailgate, enjoyed the game, and enjoyed the post game.
2: Jack, first of all, congratulations on the post. It, it's got to mean so much to you to be the president and chairman of the Orange Bowl. But uh, what's it? How exciting is it to be in in your post now? And then also, what's it like to be carrying on the uh, the Siler family connection to the Orange Bowl?
1: Well, I'll tell you something. It's uh, it's just been a real privilege and honor to. to serve the Orange Bowl committee, to serve the members of the Orange Bowl committee, and, and really, as you mentioned, to carry on the tradition. My grandfather was the one that extended the offer to bring Doc Nail to that game in 1939, so uh, I heard a lot of stories about Tennessee and Oklahoma from my grandfather. He was the uh, active with the Orange Bowl up until in 84, and he passed away in 88, so uh, it's just fun to be able to kind of tie all that together and to continue the tradition, and, and most importantly, to continue the, the, the great collegiate tradition of bringing you know the, the athletes the fans the family members the teams of south florida hosting them you know we kind of pride ourselves in south florida on being uh, great hosts for these teams that come in from out of town and you know we host a lot of tourists from all over the globe but there's just something about that energy and enthusiasm that comes in when you bring a college football team to town it's it, nothing beats it
0: Hey, Jack, thank you for dropping by. We appreciate that. Good to see you and glad we're having football media days and good of you to stop by and and visit with us. Thank you, and hope to see you up in uh, Knoxville. Um, I look forward to that. Thank you very much, Jack. Jack. Thank you. That's Jack Seiler, president of the Orange Bowl.